Nyari, how are you staying? Um, hope, hopefully well, hopefully good. I am the internet to my cow. This is Cow Daily. Um, today we're going to be joined by, by Glasgow of Fellowship of the Memes fame. However, the top G isn't here yet, so I thought I'd start. Get things moving, um, do all of the housekeeping and all that before the top G arrives. So I, well, what do I need to do? Firstly, I've, I'm sleeping like not very well at the minute. So just bear with us. I'm a bit meh, 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 but we'll get it done. We'll probably explore and reasons why later when Glasgow arrives, we've got things to discuss. So if you would like to support our work, go to patreon.com forward slash cow daily. That's patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Also, there are links in the description of wherever you are watching or listening to this um, for PayPal. If you want to make a one-off contribution to our work, big up the people who've done that this week. Very much appreciated as ever. But without further ado, Glasgow's favourite son, Glasgow. Harit, how are you doing? Happening, man. Not too shabby. Not so good this morning. Always a good day. I do, man. I'll be set up. It's looking good. I am. Um, this is all thanks to Mrs. G. She does the whole set production element and uh, making it look nice and i just take the credit <laughs> nice one i'm currently recording an absolute shithole and that's why i've got the blur on we're moving tomorrow so it's like what nice. you'll see is loads of crap all over the place so oh, and like a, a <coughs> nook in my living room you want to say that again i'm just, I'm, I'm in a nook in my living room shoved away in the corner <laughs> class one so um Obviously, we've been trying to get it sorted for a while. At first, it was me for a couple of times, and then they're new and back and forth. So I'm really happy to have you here, mate. Okay. It's um, like I've followed your work for a long time. Um, obviously, fellowship, and then obviously span off into Glasgow as well. Um, didn't worry about it. We're not going to like do like some interview. We'll just have a bit crack. I mean, I know we spoke about Thanks. it on Instagram. It's like well, there's a few things that we're gonna like cover and whatever same way with the people in the comments um if you just want me to talk about certain things just suggest it in the comments speaking of that though if you want to give like an early reaction to the stream it really helps um with the algorithm and all that and also sharing it um always a pleasure if you do that cheers um right g we've got a few things right first thing i want to do as well though um what are your pronouns and i'm going to ask tell you why right because I see you're quite fluid in your sexuality, all of that. Honestly, man, I, I hate getting it wrong, but I'm some like dafty from the northeast of England and he's mid 40s, so I stumble across <laughs> this this stuff, seriously. So I always find it doesn't matter what it is, the best thing to do is be direct. So we'll get it sorted and then that's what uh, we'll do. Uh, no, I actually kind of like that because not a lot of people, they just ask what people's pronouns are. Uh, it may not he, him, though. Because uh, um, with that. Nice uh, one. And I'm assuming yours are here, him also. Yeah, I would that right. be wrong. Yeah. Nah. No, no, so no. We're good. It's we're good, good then. Ask, isn't it? <laughs> like, um, well, you better not, because you might get cancelled off the the anti Doctor Who crowd. Don't you oh, dare ask be... someone their pronouns. We're going to be fucking pulling that one up in a bit as well. But no, like this thing isn't just people like watching or listening to this. It's that easy. It's that easy. But trust us, right? I didn't want to ask you through, like, well, this is still through a screen, but you get what I mean through an inbox. Yeah, so right. I'd rather do it this way. It's respectful, isn't it? That's you know what nice, I mean? nice to see it. But also at the same time, I was worried I was disrespecting you because the odd time I'll be like, dude, like him, that kind of thing. Didn't know if that was like uh, the right thing or the wrong thing. So I felt like that Catholic guilt ingrained <laughs> in people with Irish background. 
has fully, uh, fully encompassed this. So here we go. Mrs. Are. G <laughs> understands this. <laughs> <laughs> proper mate i'm telling you but i uh, would nail that one up and that's that's the crack it's that simple and i don't think people should overcomplicate things it's just be direct ask it and move on see him so i'm mine there we go right this was what we're talking about um <laughs> so there's a like what i said was will you educate me tomorrow about this doctor who thing i know nothing about it and i always like to find out about things fresh on camera it's sometimes funny i crack so what the, what's going on with this doctor who thing then? <sighs> So we're on the next cycle of everybody absolutely raging about Doctor Who for being woke, despite Doctor Who for its entire fucking length. Are we allowed to swear, I? for it, mate. I don't care. Cool. Um, I so it's been woke since its inception, but um, so we added pronouns in last night. Take the biscuit, but it was basically kind of along the same things yourself. So we'll quickly run through the, the characters. You've got Donna Noble and the Tenth Doctor, played by David Tennant, everybody's favourite. You also have introduced uh, Donna Noble's daughter, uh, who's Rose Noble, who everybody initially started having a meltdown over because they thought they were replacing the initial Rose, and then they were saying, like, oh, they're getting... So um, Rose Noble is a transgender character, uh, played by a transgender actress, which is nice. Nice mm. to see the representation go all the ways, and we'll, we'll talk about that a wee bit extra as well. But yeah. basically, the, it all comes down to a scene where you have the Meep. Sorry guys, there's maybe spoilers in this if you've not watched this Doctor Who special. But you have the Meep, and the Doctor basically just assumes the Meep is a he-him. Uh, and Rose points it out. And he goes, ah, okay, ah yeah, good point, so what is your um, pronouns? And the meep responds, I always use the definitive article, I am always the meep. And then he makes a joke about how he's the doctor. Uh, and then they moved on. So it was basically just making yeah. a point of how you can make the assumption, but if somebody picks you up on it, you can just easily go, ah, alright, actually, that's a good point. What are your pronouns? And then be respectful for them onwards. I think people have this assumption that if you get it wrong, people are going to jump down your throat. That's never been mm. my experience with any of my trans mates or anything. It's always been a case of, I think people understand you've grew up in a culture that is very binary and how it looks at gender, and I'm glad it's, we're kind of getting beyond that. But um, yeah, man. yeah I if mean, you make I a mistake, just say sorry. <laughs> I, like, true, man. I grew up in the 90s in the northeast of England. It wasn't known for its tolerance at the time. But, um, you know, I... I, again, it doesn't matter what it is or how it is. If you're not sure, ask people. And I think internet culture and the culture wars has poisoned people into thinking tr like all trans people are just up height all the time and they're going to leap all over you for asking. Couldn't be further yeah, from man. the truth. Couldn't be further from the truth. And uh, do you know how I know that? Because I ask. Simple as that. Just one-to-one -one conversation with another human being. What, what are you comfortable with? Cool. That's what it is then. Exactly. Uh, everybody makes mistakes. Honestly, like my granny is coming up for eighty. Oh, my set is falling apart. Uh, she's <laughs> coming up for eighty, and she has obviously lived her entire life with all these kind of standard set, and she doesn't understand a lot of it. But it took a ten-minute discussion with my granny, and she's basically like, she still I don't think she still understands it. All, but her view is, why should the government get in the way of anybody else's happiness? They're no bothering me. Um, so why is everybody being bored? Like, I don't care, I just want everybody to live their best life. She's the reason why I'm anti-fascist, she always brought me up against uh, Nazism and colonialism and all that. Um, I tried to explain the biology and all that kind of thing, um, which 
she doesn't understand. Like, I still need to explain my condition and stuff like that. At least it's just something she's yeah. never grasped, but she's always tried to. And I think that's what makes the difference. People are not expecting others to just go out knowing every pronoun that exists, every sexuality that exists. They just want a wee bit of respect. And that's pretty oh. much about it. <laughs> Tell you what it is, man. I, I, this is where we, when we explore it and have good faith conversations, that's where we find connections. My currency in life with anybody's respect. I put it out, and if it's not served back, then I react. If it's served back, then I react. And it's basically on that, you know? It's dead simple. People are overcomplicating it. And one one of the things that obviously, you know, you you aware of the work, we talk about the International Fash Network, Steve Bannon. It is literally Steve Bannon's stated aim to use this issue as a wedge issue to divide the left. So anybody who's feeding it from any side without any good faith, like trying to unify in conversation, is basically their brains in a jar in Steve Bannon's back garden. Uh, so that's actually making me think. So, as you know, we're pretty, I don't like actually any debate about trans people. Well, there's the odd occasional comment that I've heavily monitored because I think it's been in good faith and it might turn out okay. But um, you do make a good point because Owens Fellowship, we have a rule don't debate our trans homies. They see themselves get debated yeah. everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. This can just be a wee slice where they're, they're casual. But um, with the caveat of our wee space, I'm. I'm our wee space is a bit different, I guess. It's more a community space, a wee community gaff, everybody chilling. But I do completely agree if there's people you can reach over to and make them understand. Because I've actually had a few friends that were TERFs. Oh, and I took a bit of extra time with them because I, I did care for them. I don't believe them to be bad people. I just believe them to be believing what they're spoon-fed. Uh, and I got through to these people. Other people that I haven't got through to, I've made, my, I've made myself very clear on it. It's just a stance I won't talk to you. That's or fantastic. Continue it, but a few people I've, I've took the time to, eh, and I've had successes, and it's good because there's a lot of people that I would have really had a hard time cutting off, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, man. yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Eh, I definitely, I guess you need to decide for yourself do you have the effort? Because it's not your job to educate people. Um, but if you've got the effort and you've got a connection with somebody, definitely go for it because you could be a whisper in the ear where there's more negative whispers flying around. Mm. I hear that, man. And one, one thing I want to make clear, I don't think Facebook pages are the place for these discussions at all, ever, not once, this, or this in better. the written word online. And I think you've got a, the correct policy. I think conversations like this are probably the, the closest, but preferably face-to-face -face and in good faith, if possible. Mm -hmm. I don't think there should be debates because there's certain things that I don't think can be debated. Yes. But I do think conversations need to occur. And the reason being, um, if we stay fragmented, we can't win. You know, we exactly. can't. And what I mean by win is, is meet the needs of, like, all of the people living in poverty, um, people who are clinically vulnerable, people who need support not going to happen unless we unify so i'm willing to sort of like because it's one of those things like you know when i say have a conversation straight away because it's such a toxic bannon led debate straight away that's the model for it and that's one of the other psychological aims of them for people to be so like uh, like so like repelled by the toxicity of it that they just stay out of it and they see the caricature of it promoted by right-wing media and definitely uh I think that is generally the point. Like, 
I, we just started, I don't really know how our page, but it started as a joke between me and Gollum. We just made jo uh, memes for our pals, and then I was like, I uh, made a joke about one, make a fellowship of memes, one meme to rule them all, like that kind of quote. Uh, and then it just kind of it kind of led to here, and then I'm I guess I'm at a crossroads. I no understand like like what, what kind of because I want to use it today, something better, and speak about things. But I never expected the kind of like we get death threats and stuff with people or memes, and I'm like, relate, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking meme. I'm a five foot two wee Scottish guy. That <clears throat> I mean, if you try and fight me, I've got weapons and all that kind of stuff, oh, yeah, like, of come to my home. Um, but other than that, like, I'm no threat. I just make funnies online and shout stuff. <laughs> but it's, it's wild. Is... It's meant to get like that. That's the point. Honestly, man, I love I love Fellowship and I love Glas Glas the Glasgow page. And I love the, the action in the comments as well, just saying how you use comedy to dismantle absolute arseholes. It's brilliant, and um, it's one of the reasons why I want the arm because you know if we've got a platform, we want to use it to amplify like people who've got a voice that should be heard. So it, it doesn't matter to me who anybody is if I, like everybody's valid um, if they're putting something positive out, and and you are certainly, and I know the wider crew is as well. So it's one of them, and it? it's like obviously when this goes out on the audio, there's all the links um, to follow. So please follow the fellowship and Glasgow as well. I mean what. What I one thing I wanted to bring up with you, right? It's about like journalism in 2023, right? right? And what I wanted to like get across to you, I bet you don't think you are a journalist, right? Yep. But conversations that are happening now are around what constitutes a journalist in 2023. I do other things outside of this, right? And in the mm. new definition, you would be why? Because what gets things across to people directly? Memes, comedy. People are much more likely to absorb that and that one-shot things. So you take it in, you get it. And yes. you are absolutely like elite level at that. Like getting um, across seemingly complex information in a simple way, but it's funny, so it's engaging. I, that, I guess that's struggle with it a lot of the time. Um, knowing what the balance is, because obviously it's such important topics and you're trying to... Mm -hmm. Like try and meme, make memes about Gaza and stuff. Like, yeah, it's debilitating in a, a sense. It's just we've ended up at this weird situation. But like, I feel like we have got a voice, and there's so much disinformation in that out there. So why shouldn't we just like? I just want to say to people: never take our memes as like a gold standard of truth or everything. Like, we could be wrong on stuff. Mm -hmm. We try and aim not to be. We've always went into things where this is just an honest view. If we get stuff wrong. Happy to admit, we'll, we'll probably have got stuff wrong. We'll look back at memes and we'll be like, "Why the fuck did we think that was all right to post?" But I guess that's about developing and growing. But um, I guess I've never seen myself as a journalist, but I feel sort of a forced into using the voice that I've found myself with accidentally. I mean, we just do all this for free. People seem to think that we get mon this is monetized by George Soros. <laughs> uh, and all that, I mean, I fucking wish, like, Soros, you better give me that sweet Antifa box, like, I'm here, ready, <laughs> waiting. But unfortunately, no, this is pretty much just what I do, so I don't go mental because I'm too disabled to do anything else than it. So yeah, man, I, I, I hear that's you, how it's man. Kept going. <laughs> so that's it, like, basically, the reason I bring it up is journalism and all of that, and, you, and you're quite right, and I've found this too. I've found it massively debilitating, well, certainly 
the last month, but it was already at a high level because of the overlap and crises that we're all facing. Um, just on that, one of the other ones is like COVID. As a, do you want to tell her as a clinically vulnerable person how you experience life now? Uh, so life before uh, COVID wasn't it fun in general? Uh, we'll just TD, uh, TLDR, like the symptoms basically. Fatigue's always been a huge issue for me. Try to keep up weight or just drammed in for like, an infection. Like you got a cold, you got the sniffle for a few days. You missed, it missed a week and you're, you're kind of you're back to normal and it isn't too debilitating. I'd get a cold and that would be me flared for a week or two weeks. Um, I didn't think it was fun now. I've had COVID three times since and I didn't think fatigue could get any worse. But it's 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 no fun. Just get get the jab. Um, I've met anxiety. I've already bit gone out because nobody's got a fucking mask. And then half the time, like my anxiety builds, and I'm like, should I just pull pull mine down? Should I? Because everybody's around me, no wearing a mask, no giving a fuck. Um, and honestly, my sickness has increased. I don't know what I'm doing until I wake up. Uh, I wake up and find out if I'm going to be done in or not. Um, you ever felt exhausted after going up three steps when you look like you could run up the steps if you want? Um, it's I can't explain, and it, it it's so mentally taxing as well. You think that if you're this big tough guy, like it, you think you're tough, but you need to have like the mental strength to continuously put up with being what I feel is just a sack of shit most of the time. I spend each day spewing. I spend each day. Unable to sleep or just really wanting to sleep, but it's still not happening. Um, it's it's shit, and people don't realise that like I had brain fog before because of chemo and all that. Brain fog is probably the most annoying part of fucking COVID I've had because it annoyed me with the chemo. Can I remember shit? Shit I knew really well, and then COVID's probably what took me out of nursing. Um, it was I started realising this is basic nursing skills, and I'm forgetting how to do a basic nursing skill, like I'm, I'm sitting spending minutes like what the fuck is the beats per minute of your heart? And then for that point it took me a few days to realise uh, it's no safe and I always put my patients first and um, I, that was a weird one because when I put on a nursing uniform it's no like Glasgow, it's like you could be a Tory, you could be Boris Johnson, um, I just deeply believe in nursing being impartial. Well, you put a nurse's cool. outfit on, you help people. Anyway, sorry, I'm ADHD tangent in a bit. No, no, I'm uh, listening, man. It's, uh, this is all sorry, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm fully listening I've, to what you're saying. I've had it twice, and the fatigue has got worse every single time. I'm sure my condition doesn't, doesn't help me, and that's a unique basket case as well. But um, it's not like all these people that say stuff about, ah, the jab's going to give you a, a, some sort of chip, even though they want fucking Elon's mega chip, <laughs> brain chip. Um, but at the same time, like, oh, but I've got, I've got an immune system. I've got an immune system. Like, all right, then you've also got a skeletal muscular structure. Like, go and fucking drive down the road with your seatbelt on and watch your natural defences save you as you go flying through the window. Like, True, man. The, basically, True. the way a vaccine works is, ever played a game with cheats? Because it's basically a cheat seat for your immune system. It goes, oh, I've seen that wee bastard before. Mom will batter him. And then all the wee immune cells, apart from mine, only some of mine, run down and battle the shit out of COVID. Whereas COVID's like a wee ninja if you've not got the vaccine, and it will evade your immune system. And then your immune system will kick in and go, fuck, everything's too late. And sometimes it's your immune system that does you in. 
Because I've had that as well where my white cells, there's that many, it fucking starts to break your organs and all that, dude. But aye, that's, that's my kid advised version of why you should get a vaccine. Good stuff, and um, um, it needs to be said. And I mean, just sort of, I mean, you, you know, I got like proper hit with COVID. It was early. I got it, I had it before it was cool, before it was even like, yeah. I think I might have had it. Um, I think it was in the country before they, they were letting on because I got ill like the year before the lockdowns. And this was off the back of a spinal surgery, right? And my immune system was already mashed up off anesthetic and all of that. Yeah. So it, I honestly thought I was dying you know and then i pulled through it and then i'd never felt right for a long time but nobody was talking about COVID at all and then when all that kicked in things started to make sense and then before the vaccines i got it again and then was like leveled with shingles for i don't know shingles post-viral fatigue for about two years i had shingles for nearly a year man like it was it was ridiculous i was like bed bound so what you're describing isn't like this it isn't quite the same but some of the outcomes the long COVID style Brain fog, man. Brain what fog. A bastard that is. Scary. <laughs> scared? Uh, I mean, like, you know, as you say, we can all be big and hard and all that. Never been so scared in my life because I've always lent into my mind. Um, and before spinal surgery, it was my body. Like, I can't, yeah. couldn't lean into that anymore. So it was just the mind. And then I couldn't lean into that at all. And I was stuck in bed. So as much as I, I don't have your like lived experience, I can relate. And that's why I say this, man. It's it's put me right on the I'm going to do whatever I can to get proper filtration in these buildings because you can't stay in the house all, all the time. It shouldn't be that like clinically vulnerable people have to like take the hit for everybody else to kind of have a fucking pint, man. That's not the world. Yeah, that's the world under capitalism. That's going to be the world under labour and the conservatives by the looks of it, unless some people get their shit together and start calling and sure, it the lesser evil. <laughs> we shall smash but, it to um, the ground. 2024, no, the, year, the year of the people, man. That would be fucking lovely. Um, I guess I'm a bit more pessimistic. I try to be optimistic, but every now and then reality hits. Uh, I just don't see a good outcome for disabled people going forward. Well, I'll tell you what it is, right? Um, and I'm like, keep, keep saying trying. that so people listen and maybe yeah. think, why do disabled people feel like they're fucked? <laughs> it's unacceptable, and it's unacceptable anywhere, ever. But certainly more unacceptable now than it's ever been. Like, I, when I came back from um, what I just described, like, the, I took a full break from everything social media. I came back, and I was naive. I honestly thought, like, I, I posted up and I was like, oh, it's a great community. They'll be all on the clinically vulnerable thing. And obviously, I'll share my story. And they're like me, so this will be fine. Bollocks. Absolutely torn a new arsehole. Not by everybody, but it was 50-50. Quite a few oh, people followed the... and all of that. And I just went, fuck it, and just lent into it, as you've seen, and just went went for it because it's unacceptable. I, I, it hurts me to hear what you say about what's going on there. And obviously, I've got people in my life as well who's in very similar situations, and it's terrifying, you know? People need to understand, before I bring you back in, Glasgow, right? This can happen to anybody. It was one in 10 people could get long COVID. Now it's coming down. I think it was the last study I saw, one in eight. Who knows what it is now? Who knows? Because nobody knows about these new strains, and nobody wants to talk about it either. Exactly, because they know if they shut the system down again, it's just too much money for them. But the system means now than the, the lives between it but um i like for people that think ah oh, disabled people just shove them out the way you know and that's the luck of the draw survival the fittest and all that 
I'm like, don't you realise how close you are to being disabled? Like, mm. you could go out tomorrow and get smacked by a car, boom, you're now disabled. You could get long COVID and not be able to work again. It scars your lungs, it scars organs, it's scarring people's brains. Uh, I was just thankful that I never had lung issues with it, which was lucky for me, considering my lungs got fucked with uh, adult chickenpox, among other other infections, but it was mainly yeah. the chickenpox that done me in. And, like, you're just, you you're one you illness for joining us. No, no, no. Really wish I did now. Cause first time I caught it, I was 19, and I went to ICU for a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, just absolutely everywhere. Nobody told me that adult chickenpox was significantly worse than just getting it as a way. I'd rather be in that other chickenpox yeah. parties. Do not recommend that, people, by the way. Just get the flu vaccine. Uh, the, the chickenpox vaccine. Uh, don't do the party thing. <laughs> it's not medically recommended. However, looking back, I'd have fucking done it. <laughs> Yeah, have you, do you know about the shingles uh, vaccine, by the way? Because, you know, it goes like chicken pox and then it stays Aye. in your system, HPV virus, I think, and then that's what triggered shingles for me. So um, it's called Shingrix, and I, I'm i going to have to pay for it, but I think it's clinically vulnerable. You may qualify on the NHS. Dude, get it. Seriously. Is it a live vaccine? I can't even remember because I know remember. I can't get yeah. certain live vaccines. I uh, don't know if I can now, actually. There was a lot of stuff going on medically for me, so I think my doctors are just firing a bit, focusing on certain shit. Meanwhile, I don't have a fucking clue what's happening. But anyway, that's by the uh, by. <laughs> uh, but right, uh, so I'll just, I only uh, go, sorry. Right, uh, Jez is saying memes are the modern form of political cartoon. Absolutely, completely is. I've got a great example of one of yours. Two seconds, I'll see. Yeah. Great. This is mint. This memes class. So for um, audio people, it's from the Fellowship of the Memes um, at the top. Yeah, I'm going to come on to like your part in this in a moment, but it says, if you see a depiction of Mussolini hanging from a lamppost and it upsets you, I've got a black shirt with your name on it, follow your leader. And it's from the Lazio Celtic match, and it's just this constant back and forth wherever they play each other to wind each other up. However, you do what a lot of people don't do is you put your face out there. You know, a lot of meme dealers don't do that because obviously, you know, death threats and all that. What's that about? You happy for that? Um, so I, I don't, I don't know if I'm happy with it per se, but uh, I'm happy to get punched for what I believe in. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I grew up in Glasgow. I'm not averse to a fight. I'm, not, I'm not the height of shit and could probably get killed by people really easily, but. Uh, yeah. That's probably my downfall. I'm extremely gobby and will go for it with people, uh, despite my height. Uh, but uh, no, I'm happy. To, like you got all these wee twats, like, they they be like, oh look at you hiding behind a screen. Like no, no, you can very easily find my face. Uh, happy Scottish now. <laughs> Thanks, Joanne. <laughs> uh, you might find out the happy Scottish noises at some point in the future when I finally determine what they actually are. Uh, but I, um, I'm happy. I feel safe in the community I'm in, and it's a pretty left-wing community, Irish Catholic background, most of the people, uh, everybody kind of what Celtic Eve the Rangers people are in here are sound as hell or not? Yeah. Uh, as is most people that are sports Celtic and Rangers now. I think a lot of people think the sectarianism stuff's a lot worse than it is. It may have shifted to yes and no. But anyway, yeah. that's a different tangent. Uh, I am happy to put my face to what I believe in. Uh, I'm not totally daft, I have a VPN and stuff, uh, I'm careful nice who gets my address and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm also an introverted wee bam, so people <laughs> are actually finding me outside. 
Nice one, man. Right, there's another one. Yeah. Right, so we, we touched on a little bit later, right? But I just wanted to like expand a little bit, and it's about um, like how we're experiencing the world. Like, I mean, I have found recently, right, that I am not being as open and honest about how I'm feeling because I feel like, um, do you know what it is, right? My partner, she's, um, I just don't want to traumatize her with all of the things I've been traumatized with. Because to do this job, you've got to look at the bad stuff. You know, like the stuff in Gaza. I mean, I saw the baby must have been six months old, um, legs blown off from the knees. I mean, I'm joking up just saying that, never mind what I saw. And that's tip of the iceberg. And I, I am traumatized. There's no doubt Hi. about it. I'm sleeping like absolute shit. Um, two hours last night. And you know yourself, we, we booked this in the other week and you were dead kind. I was like, mate, I haven't barely slept here. I don't even know if I can string a sentence together. I mean, I'm powered by coffee right now, and I'll have a crash after this, but I didn't want to let you down again. You, you know? think I'd be sponsored by these cunts by now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, mean, I, I, no, I, I, I don't it. drink coffee, you know, but like, uh, so I get the extra anxiety too. So it's just this negative uh, loop I'm in at the minute for that, you know? Uh, I had to just, when it comes to babies and children and stuff, even on the page, I've, I've, I've left the comments there, but I've asked... If it's just like kind of links and stuff, I can't do this. Seen the wins, uh, seen the wins, or especially babies right now, especially mm. after as basically in hospital with BBG still doing yeah. crying, doing really well now. Um, but every time I just look at him, and then I'd get really sad and depressed because I'd be like, shit. If you were in Gaza right now, I'd probably be on like just holding you in my arms, dead because. There's no fucking way on earth you were getting that surgery or I'd be, well, it wouldn't be a fast death, I'd just have to slowly watch him die as yeah. his brain got more and more constricted. Um, but then again, it's gas and there's about a million bombs dropping, so the mercy of the IDF might have helped me there. But uh, that's, I'm not trying to put myself in that position, I'm just saying that's where my mind constantly went to, so I just couldn't do the... Yeah. But yeah, it's important to look at it. There is power and shock value just be kind to yourselves and know your own mental limits because if you fuck yourself going too far then you're not good to anybody either way so i was trying to find that balance for me i'm not sleeping that well but i never slept that well but um it's genuinely something that's always on my mind half the time i'm like do i want to put on al jazeera because i know i'm going to yeah. be depressed if i put on al jazeera it's about finding time of the day i usually wait till like the wayne's go to sleep man i'll try and catch up with all the depression shit and i hear you man um and, and it, i i think it's the right because what you're going through in your personal life with the band i think it, once again you've you've it's self-care first because you cannot do any of this stuff if you're just broken and i was close to it like a couple of weeks ago if i'm honest but i've been at this a while and i recognized it and pulled back and as i, I took like a few days and just didn't I didn't ignore it all. I still, you know, a little bits and bobs because I'm a fucking idiot. But um, it was better than it being so all-consuming, you know, especially when I hadn't been sleeping very well. So what, what I've done is anyway to take um, the reins on it, we're moving spaces. So this will be the last one I'll be recording here. And the next one we'll have a set and it'll be it'll have a window as well. And it'll just not be like some little hell cave that I have to look at hellish images. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, Maybe I've got a breeze on me face, it'll be easier. 
Aye, man. Aye. No, uh, so, well, we're moving eventually as well and getting an extra room and stuff. So I'm hoping my next place nice is Mercusti. Nice one. Did you, you've got a crowdfunder for the Bairn, haven't you? Is it still going? Uh, no, I just, I, I've just had a PayPal that I didn't actually expect people to start uh, tossing some money into. I just, uh, a few people had put some stuff in saying, like, here's money for taxis and that. Honestly, that helped so much. Just knowing that I didn't have to worry about because I feel like shit every morning. Like mornings are the worst. That's where I spend my time being sick and that. Yeah. So knowing that I didn't have to sit on a bus for an hour and a half, I can't explain to people how much that helped. I could just be there. Um. So it wasn't yeah. a crowd f uh, funder as of such. Um. It was just people got hold of my PayPal. <laughs> uh. And I thanked some people, and then that accidentally triggered more people seeing it. But um. Every time I'm on camera, I'm saying how much it. It helps, like just having one less stress at a time where everything was immensely stressful was amazing, and that's why I stay tuned to the page because I've got some charities and all that kind of stuff. And I've been asking anybody, any of the cow crew, if you've got a wee business or whatever, message the page. I'm going to try nice and find one. when the best slotting times are. Just help everybody out a wee bit as they've that's helped the me. One. Well, like just on that, I'm going to encourage everybody who's listening or watching this wherever you are. Get on Glasgow's page and if you can chuck in, um, especially leading to Christmas, because I imagine it's going to be mad busy to that regard for taxis and getting about for yourself, for your medical appointments, for the bairn, all of that. So if you if you can possibly spare anything, it's important to remember the true meaning of Christmas and uh, let, let we help out as a community. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we can do it mad direct, can't we? You know what I mean? Sometimes we can just go straight to PayPal and just do it, man. Um, so, like, bl blessings to you and your family, mate. I think he's a, you like from what i can tell you is our top bunch and um sorry you're going through this but if we can help as a community then here we are we'll get that we'll get that yeah uh, no i appreciate it man it's um... i know you feel mad awkward about it i mean anybody <laughs> anybody i do about it too like about for hours it's just i think oh, if you've got any kind of like thing. head on your shoulders you're gonna feel mad awkward about this stuff but this is the reality of it like it is work you know what are doing yeah like a good thing here and um i'm trying to get less awkward about it as i go on but to be honest irish catholicism is a deep brain virus so i'm not well, sure the guilt of it is gonna go away but like, well i did go to catholic school twice so some of it's felt other than there no, i was very oh, much raised on the stand on your own two feet never accept help if you same. accept help it's weakness bullshit so mm -hmm. And for for a while, people have been trying to help us out. Um, for a long time, I just kept saying no to them, uh, and eventually I said yes. And honestly, it's seen my life's rosy. But you know, have any wee extra bits of stress chipped away, it's worth it. And then you feel kind of more emboldened to try and help others as well. So it's a good wee cycle that pushes you, and you realise. When you're getting help, actually, this feels nice. So this must be what other people feel when they're helping you. So now you can go and help other people, and you reciprocate that nice feeling. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I love that man, and I, I just completely buzz off seeing people progress. It's uh, like it's a beautiful thing, and also it's great to see the community that you've got wrapped around what you're doing as well. And they all seem like a really good crew. You know what I mean? Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, I get Glasgow back on the fifteenth of December. Then I need to get my alt in there because my after us we've got to put it in so glasgow has just been a ghost town yeah. uh much to the demise of all the other fellowship admins trying to get posting time <laughs> um, <laughs> but i will be back in the 15th and if you want to follow the mayor closer stuff to what's going on in my life that'll be all in glasgow uh, and fellowship the memes will be 
Still doing all the charity stuff and all that as well, but we'll be strictly staying in Mimage and roasting bams. That's what that'll be Wicked, for. man. Just before we go, right, I just want to like, sort of, like, I think it would be remiss after Kissinger died overnight not to read this quote out from Anthony Bourdain, who is a massive miss, whereas Kissinger, I hope, is being burned to fuck in I'll the lake to that. fire next to Margaret Thatcher. So this is Big Anthony here. <laughs> Um, he tweeted this, obviously, when he was still alive. Frequently, I've come to regret things I've said. This from 2001 is not one of those times. Once you've been to Cambodia, you'll never stop wanting to beat Henry Kissinger to death with your bare hands. You will never again be able to open a newspaper and read about that treacherous, prevaricating, murderous scumbag sitting down for a nice chat with Charlie Rose or attending some black tie affair for a new glossy magazine without choking. Witness what Henry did in Cambodia, the fruits of his genius for, sta for statesmanship, and you will never understand why he's not sitting in the dock at The Hague next to Milosevic. Big up Anthony Bourdain, a massive miss, RIP, burning hell Kissinger. Gladsgalf, it's been a pleasure. Um, will you join Love me that, again? man. Absolutely, anytime you want. I'll, I'm always available man. to talk shit, usually. <laughs> Brilliant, man. Same way, same as you blessed us. If you ever want me to come on yours and promote that as well, I'd be, I'd be on, do you want to do a hot chip challenge? Nah, just joking. Are you fucking four. doing that again? Do <laughs> I'm never doing do that it. again. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why I saw you doing that. I was like, he's off his fucking head, him. Like, like absolutely. I was like, he's got like all these ailments. I was like, he's just going to be absolutely scunnered this one. But um, honestly, I've just got over like some IBS and a long period of that kind of stuff. And I think it was stress related. So God knows how it's gone away, but it has. So I'm going to stay yeah. well away from that hot chip challenge, man. I've seen Would too many recommend. Yeah. But I, spot on, man. Thanks so much for uh, sparing your time. And uh, wherever you're watching this on the playback, listening, go to the links in the description. Uh, Glasgow's links are all there. If you can contribute towards the band for Christmas and taxi funds and all that, do it, man. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. Love to you and the Milk Crew. Always, man. Catch you later, yeah? See you later. Cheers, everybody. Um, that has been Cow Daily. As you can see, really happy to have Glasgow on and um, hopefully it'll happen again sometime very soon. Um, also, if you want to support our work, please go patreon.com forward slash Cow Daily. That's patreon.com forward slash the Cow Daily. Also, links in the description for PayPal if you want to support our work. Also, thanks, everybody, for being here today. Also, if you want to support our work in a different way, um, I think we've got the stats sorted on the audio where it's been like, you know, being at a very low chart position. I got a notification from them and they hadn't been actually sharing my stats with the charts. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's fixed. So one of the ways to help is to listen to the audio stream and play it all the way through. I mean, some people are doing that by turning the mute off if, they, if they've heard it before. You get me drift. But it really does help. Um, so if you could do that, really appreciate it. Right, I'm going off to walk the dog and just generally get myself some fresh air and get out of this hell cave. Next time you see us, it'll be in the new spot. And honestly, I cannot wait. Sleep-wise, I'll be on it. And just having somewhere nice to work with a window-like and ventilation. Kind of important. Anyway, love to all. Catch us later. Mm -hmm.